Are you lost in the sauce? So are we. Welcome to our podcast where we, college upperclassmen, I'm Marie, we've got Adrian, Brandon, and Harrison here, talk about all things adulting and how to get ready to face the real world. Let's dive in. Anyway, today I really wanted to talk all things money, Um, particularly now that we as juniors and seniors, whether we've got an internship, a steady job, we've got, you know, a good cash flow that we kind of keep going. So everything from how to budget to spending to even saving our money. And one thing that I found rang true across all the outlets that I searched from my closest confidants to um, good old Google was really building good money habits. And so one thing that I found interesting was it actually takes 21 days to build a habit and so if we put in a little bit of effort these seemingly insignificant changes can lead to massive gains over time I don't know what your thoughts are Adrian um, but I personally love budgeting It, it really is my best friend when it comes to money I was reading this Gallup poll recently that stated only one in three Americans have a budget yet um and scarily enough we are increasingly spending more than we have on a per yearly basis. So I think savings right now are about uh, a negative 2% for millennials and Gen Z. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what your um, habits or tactics are. I, I think there's a lot of templates online. There's a lot of people that you can ask. Frankly, mine's in a Microsoft Excel document that I just, I add, um, and it kind of auto-populates when I'm uh, spending my money every month. Um, yeah, I used to use uh, Mint. I know something that we were going to discuss later, but uh, I felt like I was a lot better at keeping track and budgeting my money in the past versus now. But I felt like you know having one of the, having one of those budgeting apps really helps kind of keep track and I know you kind of receive notifications on it whether you're overspending, underspending, all that kind of stuff. So it kind of really keeps you in the line and making sure that you are spending the correct amounts of you know the money that you are receiving from your job or from other sources of income. So you know yeah, if you want to I'm sure yeah. you have a take a deep dive on the resources out there? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are so many. I think it's really personal choice. So whether you choose to have it in a worksheet and take a little bit of time on a weekly basis, literally, you can just do a Google search with worksheets. Some templates or examples that I've kind of based my budget off of. They've got the Mint grad, there's mm-hmm. money. And kind of like you said, there's even mobile apps like Mint. Um, One thing that I think was really hard for me and most students to kind of get used to is a budget only being useful if you're realistic about it. Um, I know way too many people breaking this budgeting rule. I've got friends who only allocate something like $10 a month, um, you know, for food each month as if they're going to eat ramen every day um, when I know they go out for drinks at the Vine and spend like way more than that um and so i think the best way to get real about your finances honestly is just to start tracking them even if it's randomly you know one day a month you just kind of you know uh i don't know kind of sit down and say like today's the day i start doing it i'm I'm pretty sure that's what i did (laughs) yeah yeah definitely i think it really takes um you know making sure that you have a goal in line right and then kind of going from there as far as like like monthly goals maybe you're working towards a goal of saving up for a particular um travel expense or you know vacation or a car maybe so it's really just really a matter of like you know <coughs> making that budget in line with your goals and i know for us gen zers it's probably a lot different in how we manage money compared to other generations so i think for us it takes a lot more discipline as far as kind of getting in the loop of okay here i i, I need to 
you know, start a budget, but I also need to like maintain it. You know, for sure. I think that's, that's the biggest thing is not just starting it, but maintaining it and keeping up with it. For sure. And again, I, I really, I, I mean, it's just not hard. And if you're mm -hmm. just kind of consistent about it, I mean, I'm pretty sure Discover texts me like my ending balance when yeah. um, my statement is due. So again, whether that's you um, taking a look at your yearly summaries yeah. and seeing kind of where you're allocating your funds. Um, again, you can manually track them in Excel like I do. Um, although I, I know I'm a little bit crazy about stuff <laughs> like that. Or again, like you mentioned, Adrian, Wally, The Mint, right? There's so many apps. Yeah. And particularly with those apps, utilizing AI, um, yeah. it's so nice because they're literally like providing you insights about, you know, what you're spending and where you could probably lay off. Mm -hmm. um, I always fear the day that someone's like, stop going to Taco Bell. You yeah, spent yeah. like, you spent <laughs> half your income on Taco Bell this right. month. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There, I want to see this. I kind of can see that too. Like as a, like a meme, like an AI type uh, thing where, <laughs> you know, you get these mean notifications from these apps or whatever, uh, maybe like a third party uh, app provider or whatever, and they, they kind of create this thing, an application, the software, where it's like, hey, you need to stop doing this. You need to start doing yeah. this, you know? So, I mean, that that could work for different personality types, too, really just to kind of keep them in line and keep them in check. Yeah, and like you said, planning ahead, um, even better. So I'm a senior, I'm getting ready to graduate. Um, again, I'm asking friends, I'm looking on Google, right? Like what are realistic salaries um, that I should be thinking about? Not only when it comes time to negotiate, right? Mm -hmm. But um, when the day comes where I'll need to find an apartment or again, get a car, things of that like, um, you know, what are those potential payments that I'm gonna have to start making after graduation? And again, I think overall, keeping track of your money is not hard if you use the resources around you. Yeah. Um, put in the effort now and get real about what you're spending. So. Um, you can survive when your parents stop paying yeah, for yeah, your yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest thing too. It's just like effort, right? Actually putting in the effort to um, start budgeting. Just taking the first step is the most difficult step. But like what we were discussing earlier, once you just kind of, you know, keep up to date with that and develop that habit, right? After twenty-one days or whatever it is, then you really start getting in the feels for okay, this, this is becoming a lot more easier. Um, managing my mother, money a lot better and it just kind of keeps you in that routine and consistent routine of you know constantly keeping up with your budget month by month. Yeah another thing that I've heard actually was minimizing your debt and kind of keeping those big expensive in line. Um, I know easier said than done but one way that I think about it is really to stop spending more on stuff that I don't have to so for example, if you're one of those lucky students with student loan debt, um, one thing that I, I've heard a lot is start formulating that repayment plan now. I know most people, we right, we've got that six-month grace period after graduation, um, but if you can, start setting money aside, talking to, you know, the parents or, or whoever maybe supports you financially and see if you can start making those interest payments. Um, I know that's been super helpful for me. I think at this point, um, a subtle flex, I've put about $500 towards Ooh. my student loan um, nice. payment over the past couple years, and I was calculating it the other day, and in the long run, it saves me a couple thousand dollars when it comes time to pay yeah. back my loan. So um, that's one thing that yeah. I've I've heard, and again, I've seen kind of ring true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I think it's a matter of like starting now, where when the paycheck comes in, you you put a little into your savings, and you just kind of uh, make that a recurring theme, and you know, eventually that'll add up. So you don't have to worry about it when you graduate. You're like, oh shoot, you know, I have all this and. I don't have I enough am. money to pay off this loan and things like that. So 
It's just a matter of kind of just putting a little away uh, each time every other week or, you know, whenever you get the paycheck um, and just go from there. Yeah, and again, I think it sounds like super overwhelming. Um, frankly, it is disappointing to me. Adulthood is definitely not what I thought it was going to be. I don't like this, so please help. <laughs> None of us do. Um, yeah, this is honestly terrible. It's bad, and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, but again, even if you're just like working on formulating that plan, these are things that like we just have to do. Like I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like everyone's told me like Marie, just shut up and and do just it do because it. you don't have a choice. Exactly. Um, so again, even if I mean, talk to any accountant, any mm -hmm. accounting major, any finance major. Everyone's going to tell you, right, get out of debt as soon as possible. Um, but again, kind of going back to the goals, like I know one of my personal goals is just paying back my loans as soon as possible. Yeah. Take the time to check out websites like Credible or LendKey if you're looking for to refinance or um, maybe again you think you'll have trouble making payments on your loans see if you qualify for special scenario repayment or a deferment option something like that I know that's not typically ideal for other people but um, life is life it doesn't always go as we plan again making sure you're aware of those things and, and at least somewhat educated on them now I think can definitely save you a lot of time and just a lot of stress in the future yeah I agree <laughs> yeah um, and even going off of that, I, I'm not even stopping at student loans, so don't forget about your credit cards, your car loans, right? All that other like dispensable debt. Uh, flexing on your, you know, flexing your Gucci belt on Instagram is, is not worth credit card debt, in my opinion. I hope it's not worth it in your opinion, too. Um, on average, college students graduate school with approximately $3,000 in credit card debt alone. Um, but credit cards aren't a problem unless you make a habit of not paying them off. I know so many people who think credit card companies are evil and they won't do it because they can't trust themselves. And I'm like, oh my God, like be sounds a... Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> Literally sounds like a personal problem. Right? Be a dull. I mean, yeah. no cap, no shade. Mm -hmm. We love and support you regardless. But um, right, like there just comes time where you need to... Um, however you look at it, however you frame it in your mind, whether, again, you're looking from the optimistic perspective, the goal perspective of wanting to get that car or house, um, it's a really good idea to start establishing your credit and yeah. making sure that you are living within your means and paying off that balance in full. Yeah, definitely. I remember actually going off of that, I was reading like a, like a LinkedIn post uh, last year and one of the guys, he said he was in a, you know, he recently graduated and he said one of my biggest regrets was not, you know, getting a credit card, like a mm. discovery card in college, yeah. right? Because that kind of just sets the frame for everything after you graduate. Um, so I, I remember sending that to my parents and I was like, I need to get yeah. you know, a credit <laughs> like, card ASAP. Make so, me a certified user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm kind of going through that process now, but it's just like, it's just incredibly important. It's just something that is necessary, you know, to survive. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have that light, that fire underneath your, your, your butt after you graduate, we were like, oh, shoot, like now I gotta start doing stuff. You know, that's just kind of yep. the worst case possible. Yeah. Well, I think postgraduate life is already hard enough, right? That's a hard yeah. transition. So if you take those little steps now while you're just finishing up, um, for most people, I feel like they're just like stupid classes at the end, right? Like if you, you're making those steps now, it makes that transition a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and frankly, again, like, it's been really interesting for me as I've done my research on this, as I've talked to people and just experience it because, um, like I was looking on Credit Karma and I, you know, again, right, we all have our dream car. My uh, dream car post-grad life was the, the a beautiful white tricked out Jeep Grand Cherokee Ooh. that I've, yeah, I've been planning for approximately 22 years. <laughs> so um, strong. Yes. And, but then I started 
you know, just remembering all those little expenses like insurance and gas and um, maintenance repairs. And I was like, well, it turns out like my first car is going to be a Kia Sportage. Um, right. So, <laughs> making, but yeah, but yeah. making those sacrifices now, like my goal in doing that is just, you know, being able to hopefully get my Jeep. For sure. But I think overall, like fearing the word debt um, is is unnecessary. Just don't get too comfortable with it either. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're talking about student loans or credit card debt, um, just make sure you have a plan to kind of pay back what you can borrow. Yeah. I, I think that's really key. Yeah, definitely. Um, and one thing that I found really interesting, this information, as I said, is not only available on Google. If you have questions or just need someone to talk to about something like this, don't feel like you need to hire like a financial advisor. Honestly, you'd be playing yourself because I don't have a million dollars. Um, so like, good luck with that, I guess. Um, I don't know, one thing I've always done, like I've talked to to my professors or like staff members on campus. The nice thing about being in the business school, right, we're all taking accounting and finance classes. So we've got like so many resources. I think I've honestly gone to a lot of my professor's office hours to ask questions, whether it's from, you know, the basics of savings to like, how do I invest a good stock? Um, Not only, again, are these professors experienced in the industries? Maybe they have their own side businesses. Maybe teaching was a second career for them. Um, but they just have really good advice, particularly, you know, with the life experience that yeah, they had too. Definitely. And on that note, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to those professors. Don't be afraid to ask dumb questions because they are there to help, right? They're, they're there for a reason. And um, just, yeah, like utilize the resources around you. You're not on this journey alone right we all go through it we're all suffering together (laughs) so (laughs) so use what's really available to you all right yeah so i feel like those are very good starters in just yeah i feel like those are honestly the first two steps to adulthood right learning how to budget being honest with yourself it's hard the tears dry right (laughs) like you, you 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 get over it you move on right uh, exactly. knowing knowing about the money that you're spending um, and knowing really most importantly how to get yourself out of debt so you can actually do fun things. Um, my goal in life is it's not to buy a house and a car and get married and settle down is to be a really fun rich aunt. So I'll definitely keep you in the know and updated on how that goes for me. Yeah, so I think those are two really good starting points of adulthood, right? Be real about the money that you're spending and know how you budget it. Um, And most importantly, right, get yourself out of debt. And I'm definitely not here to sound like your dad or my dad or whoever really cares about your student loans. But I think we're all at this age now where we got to start thinking bigger picture, you know. And um, again, I think if you're able to kind of curtail what you spend and and how you live within your means, uh, then you can start focusing on those big things like your 401k or investing. But I really think those two basics. The foundation's down first. exactly. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, that does it for this episode. We hope you learned a thing or two about adulting and money and no longer feel lost in the sauce. Alrighty, everybody, we're bringing up the energy. That does it for this episode. And we hope you learned a thing or two about a thing or two so you no longer feel so lost in the sauce. Thank you all for listening and thank you to our special guests for their insights. Tune in next week. See you next time.